I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't. I don't know if I'm even like uh, like gonna tell anybody. Uh, like, like I feel like I feel like there's a little bit of shame being like, yeah, so I'm on a podcast. Yeah. Like everybody, listen to my podcast. <laughs> like you know, you just inadvertently recorded our first advertisement. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hello, and welcome to RTFB. This is Travis, and today is a special day, because today we are celebrating our one-year anniversary. It was July 11th, 2019, when Chris, other Chris, and I released our first episode into the world, choosing the anniversary of the moon landing to start chatting about 2001 A Space Odyssey. And I think we're just as surprised as anyone to still be here today chatting about books, movies, and of course, ancient coins. As people are wont to do on their anniversary, I thought this would be a good time to get together with the Chris's and think back over the year. So let's rejoin that discussion already in progress. Uh, so I noticed something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In two weeks will be our one-year anniversary. Whoa. Yes. At least You've... we've been doing it for longer than that, but our first episode came out on July 11th. Wow. Really? Wow. What the hell? That's, That's crazy. Who who would have thought that we would have kept this up? <laughs> right? Well, listen, especially we like two out of the three of us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well we can't let our 96 friends down. Like No. <laughs> it's we can't we can't disappoint our one listener. The one listener and the 96 bots. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, um, I'm also thinking about putting together some sort of like a, not a retrospective, because that's pretty up my own asshole, but <laughs> like some favorite moments. Like a, a look back over the past year type of deal? Yeah, some you know. favorite moments? Things that people might have missed. <laughs> so Masturbatoriums. Yeah, like yes, everyone has has to hear about that. So yes, my office had like the three different Wi-Fi networks, like guests, and then you know peons, and then like the senior executives. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people wouldn't be cluttering up their Wi-Fi, but they were oh. smart and had like a, a dead zone in the bathrooms, mm-hmm. so people could just <laughs> sit in there and like watch the u the u porns and whatnot. That's probably. I mean, come on! As long as you don't do it at your desk, what does it matter? Just a a little bit of time out of your day. I don't understand why people get so upset about these things. I mean, I mean, they should have like a designated masturbatory bathroom. They should, like, they They really should. Make it nice. Put some candles in there that you can light. You know, like I I don't ever float your boat. I don't understand all these companies that are like, uh, you know, like we have free snacks and soda and stuff. Like, no, like have a, you know. A nice quiet place where employees can masturbate. Like that's, yeah, maybe some lube on hand, you know, if you forgot they, to bring yours. Yeah, like they, you know, some places have those like nap pods or like they have, uh, yeah. you know, like uh, masseuses come in. 
yeah. or something. You know, yeah, they could make like a jackpot or something. Coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they could they could make it like a like a bunk on a bus or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sensing a business opportunity. One here. of those one of those Japanese capsule hotels. Exactly. Yeah. Just rolling in mm-hmm. there and. <laughs> Who needs a food truck when you can have a jack truck? I don't know. You know they do have mm, those trucks resource that drive here. around with like video games inside. Uh huh. Yeah, they could just do that. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah. they have they have people come in for like you know blood donations and stuff. Every exactly. I mean, I mean, this already... is a stress reduction thing. It <laughs> helps really people chill out. Thing. Yeah, they're already yeah, collecting totally. bodily fluids. Like, just... I mean. You you want people to stay at work longer, right? Like that's the whole point. <laughs> just have like work. Keep them at now their we desk just have like work complaint. specific Tinder. I was gonna say that they just made a big deal at our office offices about opening uh, Serenity rooms, which are like <laughs> meeting rooms that weren't being used. So they put like nice carpeting down and. Like, Mm-hmm. and they play some nice mute music but I mean that sounds nice. like a 4k tv and like <laughs> ooh fancy ShamWow carpet would be just as good exactly <laughs> they can just replace that carpet <laughs> after every use mm, it's yeah, come on I they gotta be, save some money how about every week I'd be uh, way more serene then I was gonna ask you both uh, what made you laugh the most in our first year uh, everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, I haven't been taking notes. No. Well, I feel like <laughs> I had thorium. That always makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I feel like a pretty hearty laugh when I was listening to that like <laughs> six months ago. Yes. I fear Just I have an advantage because I've listened to all these like four times editing mm-hmm. them. But yeah, that's up there. Uh, Chris sneezing his headphones off that one time made me laugh on the list, but I don't know if it sounds good. <laughs> it doesn't have to sound vis- good. It, doesn't, it just doesn't come across. No. <laughs> just me unable to speak and giggling, but... <laughs> no, the, the thing listening back, I think that um, it gets funnier every time I hear it was when we were talking about... Uh, what was it? Silence of the Lambs and uh, uh, the roommate being like, oh, I wish I had just on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and another Chris was like, I bet there's a small but vocal minority that really appreciates that. <laughs> it still tickles me. Who I don't think the um, outright say is like the back black breast friend, but is the black best friend. Okay. Seems that way. And uh, they joke about chatting with a serial killer with cum on your face. And she's like, I wish I had a time for a social life. Mm, <laughs> Laugh until tears. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made note, because it's kind of odd that they're like laughing about their joke, and then Map looks strangely old, and her smile had sadness in it. <laughs> I mean, she this is your life jizz. now. She laughed about Maybe, jizz maybe she was legitimately sad that she didn't have time for a social life. <laughs> I mean, maybe. This is what we need to ask our women readers. Like, do you feel like you're not living your fullest life without jizz on your face? Like, <laughs> I'm sure most of them feel they're doing just fine. <laughs> I'm willing to bet like 99.9% of them do, yeah. Right. <laughs> if that's the option they're being given, they'll probably like pass. 
Like, I'll just join a nunnery if that's my I'm afraid. Do you I mean, I'm, pass. I'm sure there's a small but vocal minority. <laughs> of course. I mean, there's a small but vocal minority for many things. <laughs> and then I'm sure there's a handful of, like, random uh, Chris noises I could just put in there, although the, the yes. one that's, that gets me most is... Uh, I don't even remember where it's from, but we were talking about something, and you're like... Someone was mean to my friend. Thou art a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I made a terrible mistake. He's been had. Rushes off to Rushes off to the diner and then uh, Arya's friend whose name I didn't write down is like, listen you motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking cut your nuts off. Thou art a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Thou hast hurt mine friend. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thou must suffer a thousand cuts now. <laughs> yes, that's that would be great. That's... She takes off a glove and slaps him in the face with it. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> now you will suffer a thousand cuts. <laughs> so those are mine, but mm-hmm. if you think that's of any other ones, okay. I I won't think of any others. I. <laughs> I'd have to do a lot of listening again to be like, oh, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, the one. Uh, what was the most surprising thing, either that you read or that we talked about? Uh, I think all the fucking drugs in Beer and Loathing. <laughs> He's accompanied by his Samoan attorney who's putting beer on his chest to try to get a suntan. <laughs> He's commenting that poor bastard will see them soon enough, meaning, of course, the bats again. Yes. They are on the way, but running very late to the Mint 400 race that they're covering on behalf of a fashionable sporting magazine in New York. (laughs) That shall Uh remain nameless. (laughs) Right. For legal reasons. Wink, wink. Right. Yeah. And uh, they have already spent his $300 advance on extremely dangerous drugs, which (laughs) I would like to detail for you. The trunk of the car looked like a mobile police narcotics lab. We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered blotter acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, and a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, laughers, and almost a quarter tequila, a quarter of rum, a case of Budweiser, a pint of raw ether, and two dozen amyls? I don't know what those are. I don't know. That seems like more than $300 worth of drugs. It's 1971, though, yeah. man. Your money $300 is like, what, well, like 1500 or something? Like, you are now Scarface if you have $300 to <laughs> yeah, spend pretty much. drugs. Good lord. <laughs> As I recalled from some show I saw, like, in the end of the 70s, a good yearly salary was like fifteen grand. So, Well... This guy's obviously not like the president of the moon, so he's not making that sweet like forty thousand dollars a year. No, that's that money from the job. Oh, here's your expenses. Yes, going all all the drugs. What's crazy is this was like three years after that, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like three years between that book and this book. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if that book would been prefaced by this book, all of the stuff with the monolith would made a lot more sense. Like, oh man, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, all the other stuff was great, and we had a great time, but it wasn't unexpected. Like, talk about the topics in the books you read and uh-huh. things like that. But Fear and Loathing is the one that's been really 
unique experience for me. Uh huh. And whatnot, because I didn't always enjoy reading it. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it was very, uh, very different. Hmm. And now I have, feel like I have a really interesting look into early 70s, very specific Hunter S. Thompson drug culture, essentially, that right. will mm-hmm. live with me the rest of my life. All right. Yeah. So Perfect. Other I think probably the whole uh, Christmas thing. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's like, reading that is, first of all, something that I would never have done otherwise. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We all agreed that it I mean, was okay. That was a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> we were like seriously angry that it was not over. Yeah, <laughs> it was taking yeah. forever. So when I watched it, the last ten minutes, eight of those minutes were commercials. I can't completely fast forward through it. I can only like ten, thirty second jump in. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. That's am I am I, not am I the only one that thought it was like fine? <laughs> yes. Like like it was it was yeah. fine. Like like main main guy whoever was playing Alex like he was actually charming. I guess. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Was, I mean, those are. Un- we we like, decided. Yeah. CVS. Like the guy in the Nathan book. Fillion. Yeah, he was CVS version Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the great value Nathan that. Fillion. Yeah. That's what he looked okay. like. Yeah, okay. he, he was, was right. eating in every scene. He was for sure the best part. That's in his contract. <laughs> <laughs> he always had a snack. Yeah, yep. like like Brad Pitt in the yeah. Ocean's movie. No, yeah. listen, I, he's just always got like a burger or something. Yeah, as a, a Hallmark movie, it was very inoffensive and it was it was fine. Yeah, but yeah. it had it nothing to do with the book movie. that we read, and so that yeah. made me angry. But it was, but it was <laughs> still better. No. Like they, well, like the reason the reason did... it was better is that they took out all of the horrible garbage from the book. <laughs> all the massage. Like what was what was left over was all they could use. So here... like we have characters' names, we have the name of the town, and, That's it. and like, listen, guys, this basic it's, idea it's of like Christmas two people time. meeting and falling in love. And I mean, I. <clears throat> Might have watched like a Christmas movie like that, but not uh-huh. that specific sure. one. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't watch yeah. that specific. One. And I, I feel like the the product of that, like the result that came from it, was probably one of the best. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is we that. all had to suffer for it, but it was worth <laughs> oh, it. Oh boy, what did we that ever? is one I do just put on and just listen to like recreationally. <laughs> if I have no, no other new podcasts, I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, there's always material to be drained or gained from shitty movies and stuff, but you're right. I wouldn't have expected to be so involved in that. (laughs) (laughs) What's uh, your favorite thing you read either for the thing or during the thing? I think Fear and Loathing for me was probably my favorite. Uh, This is a crazy book. Like... (laughs) Uh, chances are I never would have read this if we weren't doing this. Oh, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting to experience it because it's probably something that people should read. Uh-huh. Even if they don't think it's going to be up their alley. Yeah. Definitely. You know, and, and, uh, it's not my favorite book so far, but it's <laughs> it's an experience that I'm glad that yeah. I'm having. So. Oh, man. Yeah. I am, I am, like, constantly laughing out loud. 
Yeah. Like so much of the stuff that happens, so much of the stuff that he says, like it's, it's just, I don't know. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really love it so far. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, uh, I, I actually took a, a picture of that page. Oh boy. Because, oh. because that really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, that like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that actually captured a moment, uh, not too long ago too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the way that he put it, uh, that sense of inevitable victory over the forces of old and evil, mm-hmm. not in any mean military sense. We didn't need that. Our energy would prevail. Right. There was no point in fighting on our side or theirs. We had all the momentum. We were riding the crest of a big, beautiful wave. Yep. And now less than five years later, you can go up on a steep hill in Las Vegas and look west. And with the right kind of eyes, you can almost see the high watermark. That place where the wave finally broke and rolled back. Mm. So essentially he's saying like, like we, we thought we'd won. We didn't have to do anything. And like the regular, like rest of society, like actually ended up winning. Yeah. 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 That's true. And and that feels an awful lot like uh, the last <laughs> few years here. Uh huh. So it that's really what does. I'm feeling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so we have a, a common experience with this uh, with this generation. <laughs> it seems like I will say this is one of the things I've been kind of been picking up this whole time about it is like it's not it, it's it feels very close to home. Whereas I think if we were reading this like 20 years ago, it wouldn't have necessarily yeah. in the same way. Right. Sure. Even right. five even six years ago would have been different. Yeah, exactly. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, actually. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was was very entertaining. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with with our first one, with 2001. That makes sense. And he's like, nah. (laughs) Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Just brushes him aside, like, nah. I couldn't quite tell if he was doing that. Like, they were attacking him, and he said, no. Or they're attacking <laughs> each other, and he's like, not that either. Or he's like, oh, fuck all of you. I'm blowing up all your nuclear weapons. And this, because they said it's the end of human history as men know it. So I could see that as being like, hey, there's Space Baby now, so we have new yep. history. Or right. we all just got burned to death in nuclear holocaust, and so... <laughs> probably going to be both because i think space baby can just kind of undo some of that shit and bring prevent humans from ceasing to be mm. but they won't be old humans anymore because space baby is there now <laughs> so yeah the whole new history thing <laughs> don't worry about it just trust in space baby trust yeah. in space baby space baby that's so a bumper I... sticker <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. i want a bumper sticker of that now trust space in space baby, baby. So they close out by saying, Space Baby was not quite sure what to do next, but we'd think of something. Yeah. Just because it was, I mean, I just, it was an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And it was a better, a little better sci fi read than my beloved Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Held up a little better, did it? A little better, yeah. 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 But I'm not surprised given the my experience with Arthur C. Clarke, so. Right. Yeah. Still yeah. has no concept of, like, moon inflation, though. 
Because <laughs> that, that, what is it? The CEO of the moon. Like, he didn't make that much money. <laughs> but it's all, like, planned out a lot better than, you know, Earth. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh-huh. I guess it's a population problem solved by colonizing other worlds. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, they mentioned that there are now 35 nations with nuclear power. I didn't feel like looking this up to see if that's still true, or has ever been true. So. But they mentioned. I that don't think it's been true yet. China is looking to sell their nuclear weapons for the handsome sum of 200 million dollars, which seems ridiculously Ooh. low as a buy-in for nuclear power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what was it in 1960? Whenever. Mm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I they know. talk about $100,000, like, that's a lot of money. That's true. So. They do mention somebody's salary somewhere in here, and I didn't write it down, but it's been like, they have a handsome salary of, like, $40,000 a year. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, uh, oh, jeez. Uh, it was, it was the administrator of the entire, yeah. uh, the entire base. That's right. And his salary was $50,000. Right. Yeah. Which I'm sure was a lot of money back in the back in the day. Yeah, in dollars, I suppose. Inflation <laughs> uh, didn't hit dollars as hard. What was that? Said inflation didn't hit the moon dollars as hard. <laughs> the double dollars they have to use on the moon. That's right. Yeah. Nope. You made forty thousand dollars a year or whatever. Yeah, but oh, wow, that's right. The, the executor of the moon is looking pretty smart now. He's not dealing with <laughs> this shit. Nope. Just has algae. I was reading something. Production problems. Canada and Scotland are going using us. Go like, hey, now we got to follow our rules. You don't want to end up like the U.S. Now, do you? <laughs> Keep wearing your mask with social Aww. distancing. It'll be like those Americans. They oh. totally failed. Look at them floundering around. I'm like, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, we yeah. have failed. I want to leave my yeah. country, but now I can't. No one will take me in. Wouldn't be the first <laughs> time I've been used as a counterexample. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do what other Chris does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the thing I enjoyed the most reading was Fear and Loathing. Like, I was way more engaged than I thought I was going to be with Mistletoe Secret. So do we want to at least I'm so torn by this cuz I wrote like 8 pages of notes. I cannot believe how many notes he wow. took on this. My notes were this is totally I couldn't... different in the first 5 minutes and that was about it. I could not help myself be like this like, like this sentence to sentence this book now. makes no goddamn sense. My my it reading contradicts itself. My my it's reading filled took place with hate Veiled hate messages to women and <laughs> oh geez. just populated with bad characters. I've... Well, it's because he reads it at home and he can do that. I read it at the gym when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. I just wanted it to be done so I could move on to a real book that I enjoy. <laughs> did, Something... it, did it make you like walk or run faster? No, it was. It made me feel like my time was dragging. I'm like, God, I've only been doing this 10 minutes <clears throat> because it wasn't, it wasn't a, a good story. <laughs> 
Yep. When, when I read my real books that I like, I'm like, oh, my time is up. Nope. Mm-hmm. Start again. <laughs> this one, I'm like, God, I want to go back to work. And that's really depressing. <laughs> you would rather be back at work instead yeah. of reading. It, t- it took me three gym days to oh, read that book. God. And I was just struggling the whole time. I was so glad to move on. Yeah, uh-huh. so so I I don't know for the benefit of our one listener, maybe we should actually go. They know all they need to know by now. Yeah. Of, Hi, instead Sharon. Of like half an hour of uh, like Hi, just us just... ragging on a book and a movie. Like, no, maybe I've we got... should actually do something informative. Uh, I don't know. I've got at all least right. forty more minutes of ragging on this, but mm-hmm. but that was more uh-huh. hatred. And yeah, distinct. <laughs> I mean, it's it's another kind of passion, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a different so kind. Passion. It's not the opposite of love, but <laughs> um, uh, but yes, I was equally well, not equally engaged, but pretty engaged by that, and it was enjoyable. So mm. fear and loathing mm-hmm. was, I mean, um, <laughs> and yeah, the most surprising thing is just how into Planet of the Apes Danielle was. Like, holy shit! Oh man, yes. <laughs> Oh man! So, did you guys see this movie though? Yeah, Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog. That too. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I've seen Planet of the Apes though. I've oh, seen that. Oh, that a one. few times, but I watched it again the other night. Yeah, yeah. Danielle, you saw that movie. I saw it. What did you think of Planet of the Apes? It was the best. <laughs> oh, oh, nice! What? It was so fun. So fun to watch. <laughs> All right. Was it a gift that kept on giving? It was. Like, I, expe- I full-on expected it to be horrible. I was like, <laughs> had this bar set super low. And when we started, I'm like, okay, well, like, it looks horrible because it's super old. But then it was just, like, <laughs> just so funny. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny, but, man, it was funny. Parts of it are. Yeah. I noticed on my box it was rated G back in the day. So it's supposed what? to be safe for the whole family. With well, all remember, of the nudity. Yeah. Film ratings were different back then. Because like, <laughs> I've learned about that when they had to invent PG-13 for uh, the second Indiana Jones movie. Right. So shit was different back then. Because Indiana Jones was a PG movie until PG-13 was invented. Yeah. So I... G meant different back then. But they also used to have, like, censor film boards. Mm-hmm. So who knows if they actually got to see the butts in the th- in the theater or not? <laughs> the butts make the movie, all right. Like, or that was just okay. Back you then. almost like, saw like full frontal. Yeah, like <laughs> you did almost, see a little bit. There was some yeah. clever camera work. <laughs> oh my god! I can't think so of unexpected. another th- another thing that we've watched where she's like, "Okay, the whole series, let's go." Yeah, I can't either, dude. I was very surprised that that was the one. I'm like, so far has elicited that response. Where I'm very happy with it because it's it's hard to find uh, other apes fans. But, uh, I, well, you now you still floors one, yeah. me. It still floors me when I keep thinking about that. And then you guys, you watched all the movies. Yeah, I'm like, it is Monday night. I am tired from work. She's like, we are watching this movie. I'm like, okay, I'm so, okay. God. <laughs> She gets like quadruple brownie points for me for that. So, <laughs> not that they're good for anything, but yeah. just let her know. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your goal for next year? I'm going to make this into an employee review. Like, <laughs> <laughs> to keep having fun and enjoying what I'm reading, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. That's a good goal. Just kind of yeah. broaden the horizon still and keep keep reading That's things. That's a good exactly. Goal. 
Yeah. Yeah. Keep keep showing up. Yeah. You yep. know? I agree. It's not always keep... easy to do that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great goal. Keep doing it yep. just to do it. Do it right by yeah. us. And if we get to triple yep. digit followers on Facebook, that's cool too. But Oh man. That's cool too. But we have a whole year to get four more people. We can do it. I think. <laughs> we do. I think maybe that can happen. As long as that one guy is not like actively campaigning against us now. Hey, we did something like we put ourselves on his shit. Facebook did that. These guys pay Facebook sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we did. But he needs to learn how Facebook works. Boo these men. We didn't, we didn't ourselves do it. Facebook said, hey, you fit this criteria. Here, you might like this. Yeah, I, I love the idea that we have one person that's actively working against us. It, it, it would We're only be enough, fair. We have one enemy. We, we have, have we have a fan. podcast nemesis. Yeah, we have, we have one a fan, fan and, a and one rival. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start my own podcast, and I won't advertise it. <laughs> that will teach them. Yes. Right. Oh man. Of course, the three of us aren't the only people who make this thing happen. For this discussion, I also had to bring in our secret weapon, who is so overpowered we can only use her once an episode for the dramatic tension not to be ruined. Like a Voltron went straight to the energy sword every time, that show would be four minutes long. So let's also jump to my chat with Danielle. It's our first anniversary. All right. For the whole show. All right. <laughs> Yay. What has Wait, been... where were we supposed to get it? What was the What's the traditional one year anniversary gift? Paper, right? Oh. Isn't it? I don't know. I thought so, because I thought traditionally you got divorce papers in the first year. Oh. No, but during the first year, what was the funniest thing, in your opinion? I don't, I mean, I don't know, because we had so many that we laughed about. It's hard to choose, isn't it? I like when we get completely off topic and start talking about random celebrities and where they've gone wrong and (laughs) and our displeasure with their choices. I did like Tobey Maguire in his Mickey Mouse shirt, although it was different. It wasn't mm-hmm. a Nazi Mickey Mouse. It wasn't Nazi Mickey yeah. Mouse. That's probably it was not the 90s. Fun. They couldn't show that. Well, I wondered if Disney intervened. They're like, okay, we know about this book and this illustration. Probably. And we will sue the hell out of you. That's probably why none of the hotels were the actual ones either. <laughs> Except for the Flamingo. Yes. Some but of that may not have existed by then. No, it still exists. It's weird because for a while or, it was the Flamingo Hilton. So yeah. and then, but now it's the oh, Flamingo yeah. again. So was it the Flamingo and then the Flamingo Hilton and then the Flamingo? Yes. I need to go back and look yes. at the history. That's how it was. <laughs> yes. It was also the first time I've ever thought of Tobey Maguire looking anything like other Chris. So I wasn't the only one who had that spot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have as great of a beard. Obviously. No, no, not at all. No. no, he did not look like he was from. Oklahoma. I don't even think that Tobey Maguire can grow a beard. I don't either. I've never seen him. I would question I don't have that. Any yeah. Proof of this, so yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's impossible. Get on, get on Twitter. And do what I ask. Toby McGuire. Tweet, tweet at Toby McGuire. Can you grow a beard? He's not doing anything else. I don't actually can grow beards. Oh, oh it looks, it looks on. awful. Definitely glued on. <laughs> it is not a good beard, and he's over the I age of thirty in that picture. I think yeah. it's just like that smug it's another smile is what it is. Oh Lovely yeah. photo. It's like, you just should not. It's like Wooly Willy, where you could drag the I mean, so shavings over his face. Yeah, he kind of technically can grow one. <laughs> Questionable where there's... Oh, this one's great, because it's terrible. 
Oh my uh, god. Yeah. <laughs> Got a very really punchable bad. face. Well, sometimes he does. Yep. So he should not grow a beard and also just probably not smile. He looks like Let's a serial killer when he smiles. Here he is with some lady with his scrabbly beard. I think this is wife. That lady is his beard. Is his wife now? That lady is his beard. She's pretty cute, but I'm like, how do you put up with that beard? Don't just make him shave it. Definitely not for me. I'm not a fan of that Toby Maguire. He always looks like he has to poop. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't move his mouth when he speaks, and it really bothers me. Every time he talks on a payphone, like it's always a payphone, <laughs> he puts her shoe right here. <laughs> He probably is dead of Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. How many more celebrities can we alienate from this podcast? <laughs> it's just one more person that's never going to show up. Well, well, John Lithgow is going to be next, I think. But uh-huh, uh-huh. What about that one time when Chris got that drink? Oh, yeah. So we talked about Vegas. If you don't have a story about Vegas where you got in trouble, maybe you could tell your favorite story about other Chris in Vegas. Your favorite story. When we went to the pirate show. Do I know this one? (laughs) You might might not know how much she loves it. (laughs) I tell the story to anybody that will listen. Just an Uh FYI. Wow. I'm So, so honored. Chris Ham was not there. No, he was not. No, no. okay. So he was for our wedding celebra- celebration, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we Marissa and Jesse had this list of things or like this free stuff that we could just do, and we just want to do all this free stuff. We're like, great, that sounds fun. So she's like, let's go on down to Treasure Island because they've got mm-hmm. a pirate show. We're like, all right, do. walk on down there, walk <laughs> all the way down there because it's very far. Far and from then, us, yeah. And then we get there. And we're just like, she's like, okay, it'll start at some point, anytime we're just standing there. Chris goes in and gets the most ridiculous giant drink that's all like <laughs> fruity and has like a crazy straw. And he's like just yeah. drinking it. He comes back out. We're all just standing there and just waiting. And it's like 30 minutes. And then oh, Chris no. is like, I swear, like, when is this show supposed to start? And then Chris is like, oh, yeah, the guy inside told me they haven't done this show in five years. And he just takes a drink. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no. we stood around. We stood around forever. And he had known the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. He had and the, the, and the best part was that he took it, the way he took a drink afterwards, like, which is no big deal. It's like a victory sip. And Marissa looked so defeated. <laughs> Oh, I bet she did. But it was that was supposed best. to be like a famous pirate show. Like honestly, I think that might have been better than our actual ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It gave you more pleasure than this. I am. So, I'm still tickled by it. I can still picture it in my mind. <laughs> well, in my I mean, mind, I had a drink, didn't... so everything was fine. Chris Jacobson is a national treasure. That's true. He should be protected at all costs. He should. What was the most surprising thing to you? Um, that I actually liked Planet of the Apes. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it so much that I had to watch all of the new movies mm-hmm. rapid fire immediately. Mm-hmm. By the way, I bought those so we can watch them whenever. All right. Over and over again. I was again. watching the riff tracks of it last night before I fell asleep. Oh. It's pretty good. Introduce our children to it. It's terrifying. <laughs> I feel like this is what's going to happen in our world right now, present day. <laughs> Just watch out, kid. <laughs> um... What's your goal for next year? 
Or what should our goal for next year be? Your, I think it's got to start with you. And I, <laughs> I think that your goal should be to pick things that I am going to like. Okay. And I'm actually very excited that Briggerton will be starting. Wait, is it Briggerton or is it Bridgerton? It's hard to say because there's no D in it. Hmm. Bridgerton. Hmm. Okay. But it could be Briggerton. I think we're going to have to wait and see how they pronounce it when they say it. <laughs> Do you think it's going to come out this year? Supposed to. Supposed to, but no one's had a date yet. I, they don't, but uh, the author keeps posting that it's going to happen this year. So right. I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you guys to read this book and then have to see <laughs> this mini series. Well, I've got the book already. So it's going to be great. It's all good. All right, cool. Cool. See, that's all. That's it. Yeah. All so right. You didn't have to be bothered by it at all. All right. Like Peace out. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Okay, that concludes our trip down memory lane for today. Thanks for coming along with us, and thanks for indulging me. I feel like I just said this on the last episode, but this shit bears repeating. Many, many thanks go out to my co-conspirators. It doesn't seem that long ago that I was nervously writing up drafts of the emails I was going to send to Chris and other Chris, asking them if they were even interested in doing this weird book club. But during the 19 or so months we've been working on this together, it has never felt like work. It's always something I look forward to, and many times it's been the thing that gets me through my daytime slog and helped keep me sane. I'm also overjoyed that Danielle not only agreed to be a part of this, I mean, she values sleep above all things, so getting her to stay up late for anything is to be treated as a major accomplishment, but that she's become such a key part of it. Again, I can recall the discussion we had while the two of us were getting ready for work one morning, promising her it probably was just going to be the one time. Now I can't think of doing it without her. So, that's year one in the books, and although we've already started reading for year two, you still have time to hit us up and tell us what else we should be talking about in the coming year. You can find us on Facebook at rtfbpod, or send us an email at contact at rtfbpod.com. While you're waiting for new episodes to drop, you can keep up with what else we're reading on our blog at rtfbpod.com. And, you know, it might be a good idea to keep an eye on our Facebook page. Just saying, there may or may not be some giveaways in the next few weeks. Well, maybe giveaway. Singular. Today's episode was fueled in no small part due to copious amounts of scotch, a generally poor sleep schedule, and with very special thanks to Chris, Chris Ham. Chris, other Chris Jacobson, Danielle, neither Chris Rowe. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. detailing how he had to reread the instructions for the toilet and they captured that in like you know a three second cut yes
I'm yeah, like, here's the instructions. Here's him looking at the instructions. I wanted to know what the instructions actually said. What did they say? You should read the book. No. <laughs> no. It's right here. Read the fucking book. <laughs> oh, you said the thing. Oh, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Are we all yep, supposed no, to go we... crazy like Pee Wee's Playhouse now? <laughs> Secret word. <laughs>